Welcome to the Earspoon. I am Fish. And I'm Steve. And this here is what we like to call the Wang Dang Doodle, the All Fangled Noodle, Fourth of July Show. (laughs) Is that what we like to call it? That's what we call it now, my friend. All right. I got to write this down. uh, That's long. (laughs) I can't even. Don't even know how to spell some of those words. Uh, But as always, it's brought to you by Serious Natural Remedies and Mocha Joe's Coffee. And we want to thank them for jumping uh, jumping on board and uh, helping us uh, do that thing we do. That's right. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, all right, so here's the dealio, um, and it's been ban- it's been kind of thrown around a lot lately, and I'm seeing a lot of, and I see a lot of it on on social media posts. I see a lot of it um, when I when I flick on the the boobus tubus, and it is, uh, are you proud to be an American? Mm-hmm. So that whole debate thing is is out there, and I think that's what I want to spend our time today on the pod talking about: Are we proud to be Americans? Because we are coming up on one of the more patriotic. Um, holidays, uh, the the, uh, the the drink fest that is known as the 4th of July, right. which We're is how we celebrate our, our patriotism. By drinking to excess and blowing things up. <laughs> That's America. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, let me uh, point blank. Yeah. Yes or no answer. Uh-oh. And then, and then you're going to ask me the same question. Okay. All right. Are you proud to be an American? No. All right. And you? Are you proud to be Amer- an American? I am proud to be American. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I am proud to be an American. That's an interesting subtlety. You want to expand? Which is upon why that? I made. Which is why I made you go first. It makes me wonder. It makes uh, me want to know more. I want to ponder some of this wang fangled dangled thing mm-hmm. that you speak of. Yeah, and I like to. I'll elaborate on mine in a yeah, second. Yeah, but yeah, I want yeah, to hear yeah. what you have to so say. So, I and and before you do, I think that we are both proud to be a member of a, of any society at any given point in time. There are times where in the little town that we live in, we can be ashamed of it, mm. but we always rise up and we fight for it because mm. it's where we live and it's what we believe in. So I am proud to be American in that we have that resolve to do that, to rise up and fight back and to push back against what we know is inherently wrong for the most part with the idea and the understanding that a majority of the citizenry that we see are doing the same thing or not doing anything at all, and it's really only a small percentage of us that are really out there making us not proud to be American. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. So, you know, again, once again, and you've heard you've heard me weave this theme in through the podcast before that a small segment of the population mm-hmm. seems to control what a large percent feel mm-hmm. in that if we talked about it when we uh, interviewed some folks here who are running for local public offices about the percentage of people who abuse say the welfare system and how it's less than a percentage point it's of people pretty small yeah. that do that but those seem to be the people that when you are trying to cut back services that are the people that you cite um, and then damn the rest, right. and and they don't get the services, and they don't get the the not the handout, but the hand up, the the leg up, just a little boost, just right. to get them over the hump. So because right. nobody wants to be in that situation. So in these instances where we are helping people, I'm very proud to be an American. But right now, with this inherent theme of racism that's running through, sexism, all right. the isms that are running through right. um, our culture right now, it makes it really hard. To focus on the fact that we are indeed Americans and Americans get and have gotten where they are 
because they have fought against this level of oppression in some way, shape, or form throughout history. They, it weaves throughout history that we have to go through these things. Uh, black people had to fight for civil rights, right? And now they well, have it and everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was being sarcastic. I don't want to um, – yeah, right. It's, that worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to uh, parse too much what you're saying, but I'll, so I'll add to it, mm-hmm. uh, Ken, and, and in doing so, maybe explain my response. Uh, but back to what you're saying, the only thing I have a difficult time with, and, and some of this is around definitions, but while we can talk about Americans in America, and we can spend some time defining whatever that means, um, being coming to – you know, rising to the occasion, stepping up in the f- face of oppression, it ignores our history as oppressors. It ignores our history as, as those who committed genocide on this land. It ignores our history of stealing people from their homeland. It ignores our history uh, to enslave them to do our work. It ignores our history of imperialism around Central America and our continued uh, oppressive presence in many ways, both financially, economically, and militarily. So while I agree with you, I think what you're describing is a human condition that says when I see oppression and I see people being treated poorly, I'm going, I'm not going to stand for that. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to come to the defense of the other. That's a, a, a pretty admirable human trait. I think that does exist in this country. I don't think it exists in this country more than other countries, but we have identified with it as such in an almost cartoonish kind of way. Mm-hmm. So when in fact we talk about ways of being, uh, of, Let's, say, let's talk about encouraging freedom, for example. I hear a lot of conservative people saying, well, I'm all about freedom, personal freedom, and I'm on the freedom and the freedom and the freedom. How do you feel about caged children? Right. You know, so like there's so much hypocrisy, it's hard to know really where to drill in. I would say that to, to sort of dovetail on what you were s- describing, I would say I'm proud of certain um, American values. I think the Constitution is a genius docu- document on many levels. So, you know, far ahead of its time. Yeah. And and to think about what that was at the time, too, was, was a, a social, uh, socio-political experiment of mm-hmm. sorts that kind of worked. But it worked because of the oppression of other people. Right. It worked because of land grabs. It worked because of the power elite. So it worked so as to make things comfortable for white men primarily. Right. You know? So without taking that into account, I think we're, ta- we're really talking cartoon mm-hmm. level America. So when asked the question, are you proud? Kind of no is my automatic response. No, right, right now I have a, I have a, I have a tremendous amount – of, of apprehension and shame as to the direction this country seems to be willingly falling into. Yeah. Well, uh, that's very real. And in the absence, in the presence of fascism and the absence of freedom demanders, you know, I'm left shrugging my shoulders going, where are you people? Where are the classical conservatives around this? Where are the jingoistic, you know, full-throated patriots, you know, and like, here is your opportunity to say, this is this is utterly the essence of tyranny. Yeah. It's the essence of tyranny. And to the to the exclusion and the damage of the average American citizen and these patriots want to go in full support and say, well, you know, sometimes three-year-olds do need to be put in cages because <laughs> the parents did commit a misdemeanor. You know? I saw um, something on one of the talking head shows this morning, and I typically don't watch the morning Joes and the things like that. Smart. Okay, well, occasionally, though, I mean, I do. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's just self-aggrandizing as far as I'm concerned concerned with with a little bit of information mixed in mm. uh, and then they have their talking heads in and they never really allow them to talk because it's not right. their show it's right. theirs. Right. so you know so I, I grow very tired of it very quickly but uh, they were doing an interesting story about uh, one of the children and a, and a mother 
um, God, I can't think of the country they were from all of a sudden, that were were reunited, that were separated Mm -hmm. as a result of all this heinous stuff that's going on, and were reunited. And the reporter was asking the the mother the mothers some questions. Yeah, and you know, and basically one of the questions was, would you when you you know would you have somebody escape and seek asylum in the United States? And her answer literally, like, it hurt my heart Mm. that she basically said no. Americans have no feelings, that they're cruel. Ow. Ow. And I was just like, oh, I'm not. Right. I'm not. But this is the translation. But this is the translation. And if you're comfortable with that, there's something inherently wrong with you. Right. Well, I think we've had this discussion here in this room and on this podcast about that. Like, if you want to put yourself forward as a kind and and compassionate person and can, can support and applaud and endorse and advocate authoritarian, fascistic, racist, xenophobic, Islamophobic policies, it's it's an utter hypocrisy. There's no getting around it. And so the translation to the rest of the world, as is being seen now, because we're anathema, we're like around the world, people are disgusted by it. Now, you know as well as I do that the government doesn't represent necessarily the will, will of any people anywhere. But here we are living this current truth and Americans and people who call themselves proud Americans and wave the flag and all that crap uh, are advocating the actual thing that the Constitution and the framers and the people who created this country were trying to avoid. Right. And but then try to explain them, you know, and then, then you, you get the you get the people who fight well, you won't find empathy and compassion in the in the constitution. Those people, right? <laughs> I mean you just Yes well, you do. <laughs> it's quite clearly stated. Yeah, well you don't find those specific words in there now, oh, will you? Oh, all right. Yeah. You know you don't I'm, find idiot either, but no, there's plenty of that. Right, yeah, there's a yeah. whole there's a whole bunch of words in there. So let's not use that. And I think that was my thing. I said there's there's a whole bunch of words that aren't in the Constitution. Yeah. All right, that that really just so let's not use that as the argument because so, it's just a weak, uh, weak, you know, walking on rice cracker floors. But, right. this is, but this is the thing. If you look to find a way out of this philosophical conundrum that you find yourself in, mm-hmm. why not? Why, where? How have we gotten to the point where you, somebody can't just go, oh, it turns out I was wrong about that. Like, can't we just do that? Can't I just like I do it? If somebody says to me, I have evidence or information that that counters what you're saying right. and it's superior to yours. And I look at it and go, oh, shit, it is. Well, I guess I'm wrong. Yeah. I remember early on when 9-11 happened. Initially, I'm like, what the hell is this? This can't possibly be real. This is insanity. This has to have been arranged. It's had there to be so many sub-stories here. There must this, be. Is this back in your loose change days? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but then, then I looked at the evidence. And then I looked at more evidence. And then I saw there is no clear evidence that says anything like that is, is true. Right. So I have to go with what's true. Where are we in this country where we can't say, Mm, actually, yeah, I guess maybe you're right. But we 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 batten down the hatches, we put up the wall, and we just lock it in, and we say, like, "I'm going to fight you." Yeah, you know, it's like oh no, your your side bad, my side good. Right, exactly right. You and know, nothing you can say can persuade me in any form. And 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 then you look at the people who tolerate the behavior and excuse the behavior and try to pivot the <laughs> evangelicals behavior. supporting I, Trump. <laughs> I know. I mean, exactly. C- case in point, right yeah. there. I mean, oh my God. Well, he's you know you don't understand him. He's he's where yeah I don't like everything he does, but no, he's a fascist. He's caging children. He's separating families potentially. For 
forever. He's doing all kinds of terrible things and probably colluded with a hostile foreign nation to rig the election so he could be in power and destroy everything we worked after. Well, he's, he's, he speaks his mind. <laughs> he does. <laughs> you know? I mean, he lets you know what he's thinking. You have yeah. v- 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 badly written tweets. Right. And and six or seven lies per day. Yeah. Of public lies. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and in this same program that I was saying, yeah, yeah. another interesting point was brought up, which I thought, which almost made me like, maybe I should watch more of these because they do bring up mm. some interesting points. Careful. And one of the interesting points was one of the the, the uh, talking heads who came on to talk, and I think it was the, I think it was still the Morning Joe, um, was basically saying that he lies so much, so much every single day mm-hmm. that we just accept it, and you know, whoa, there's the porn star. You right. know, I mean, what was this whole latest thing with Stuttering John? Did you hear about yes, this? Yes, I did. Yes. All I right. Did. So that then Jared Kushner cleared them. Yep. This is a man who was just reinstated with his level of security, his security clearance. Right. 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 And he he put through Stuttering John. Pardon me, nothing against Stuttering John, but a fucking moron. Yeah, he's a moron. He is a moron. It's official. Yeah. No, I mean he is he is like eight levels of stupid yep. that I I could never attach to. Somehow that guy gets through to the president of the United States, right. regardless of who that is. That is a breach beyond comprehension. It's a hundred layers of incompetence. Not to mention that tr- Trump is now you know again they wanted to jail Hillary for using emails inappropriately. They're all using private servers, and he's on an iPhone that's on. Secured. And so no, he, no, no, no. He's an Android guy. No, no, he's on an iPhone now. Is he? My understanding. Yeah. Oh. Regardless, <laughs> this is the guy who comes back from North Korea and says, "Hey, everybody, no more risk of nuclear war with North Korea." And what are the reports that are coming meanwhile, out? Meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, so like the the level. I mean, even if you plant. even if you like this guy's policies, which I already say makes you a pretty despicable person in many yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. That you can't recognize the utter incompetence of this entire administration and their ability. You know, he's appointed people to the heads of every department that are actively hostile against their own department. If you can't recognize their incompetence and incapability of keeping the country safe and running of government properly from the guy who's declared bankruptcy how many times, then, you know, then there's a point at which you've it's just the Kool-Aid. It's right. just it's the Jim Jonesian sort of yeah. cult following. It's just, you can't at some point in time, you have to basically be able to take a step back. I can't and, and say no, 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 no. You can't do that. Right. I don't you know, I mean. Because if you think it's just going to stop with brown people, no, it's not. No, it's no. not. This is where you need to wake up, or as the kids are saying now, you need to stay woke, yo. Stay woke, and you know. So I mean, and there's something. There is something to that because yep. it's not just. It, it's where we start because they are basically, and I'm using air quotes right now, in the minority, right? Right. First they uh, came for the Mexicans, right? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And that's the thing. Like people who seek power, particularly tyrants and people who are obsessive and and want monolithic power, they don't they they expand to fill all void and where we are not they will fill that void. So I was, you know, very very heartened to see so many people out in the streets, 60,000 in many cities, mm-hmm. 70,000 in LA, 60,000 in Chicago, 30,000 in New York, Boston, etc. Thousands upon thousands of people out out in the streets saying, "No." And like while I think that's certainly helpful and raises awareness and while I think voting of course is actually helpful, we need to crank it up crank it up more than that. Oh my god, it's I mean we have to we have to to one of my favorite movies of all time is Spinal Tap. And do you know why? <laughs> Cuz you have to turn it up to 11. Right. Right. But, but this one goes to 11. But what if you make 10 the highest and <laughs> <laughs> But this one goes to 11. 
<laughs> so, well, look, professional. L- l- let's take a l- let's take a quick break. We'll okay. thank our sponsors, Mocha Joe's and Serious Natural Remedies, and uh, and then when we come back, we'll just we'll talk more about whether or not we're proud to be American or not. Fair enough. This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. Hey, Steve. Yeah? You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh, <laughs> you know me so well. You know me so well. You know, you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee. Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings roasting, packing, and sending coffee all day long. And they do this all right here yep. in Vermont. Yay, Vermont coffee. Yeah. Because it's the climate for growing coffee. Wait, what? Well, nah, not so much. But they, they are fair trade folks. Yes, they are. All right. They have cool gear. Yep. The cool logo. I got a few myself. Yeah. You got you to gotta go and check it out. Most uh, Mocha Joe's Roasting Company. Find that at mochajoes.com. I love them. And that's who powers this podcast. That's right. Couldn't do it without them. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. No, thank you. No. I think this time. Thank yeah. Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. This is Ear Spoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Welcome back to the pod. It's Fish. It's Steve. And uh, once again, we throw out our heartfelt thank you to Series Natural Remedies. Thanks, Series. And also to Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. For caffeinating the pod. That's right. MochaJoe's.com, SeriesNaturalRemedies.com. Exactly. Rockets, red glare, bombs bursting in air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, blowing shit up. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming up on the 4th of July weekend, and here's the big question that we've been kind of banding back and forth, mainly just disgusting how disgusting, disgusting right? how disgusting uh, everything has been uh, as of late, um, where we seem to have a tyrannistic, good word? We'll go with that. All right. Um, a president, mm-hmm. fascist, as Steve likes to call him. Uh, uh, I, I, no, I think I could support that term. Oh. I mean, I don't use that as just as a as a slam. I think he qualifies. Oh yeah, no, I'm yeah. not arguing it. I'm just yeah. saying that okay, you like cool. to call him that. That's oh, all. Yeah, because I think he's a fascist. I, I like to call him a fucking asshole, but fascist is way <laughs> smarter of a word. <laughs> it's more of an operational definition. It really, it really is. You know, if, you know, my, my uncle Frank was a fucking asshole, but he had to drink a lot to get there. This one does it sober. Right. Oh, all right. It does. Um, but he he uh, he aligns himself with uh, uh, Kim Jong Un. Uh, Vladimir Putin, all these people. He wants to be friends with the unfriendly. Duterte in the Philippines. Yeah. He loves killing people. Oh, there's that. Right. And then, and then, and then he decides, yeah, I'm going to crap on France, France and Canada. Right. Yeah. They're real trouble. Lots of trouble. But Canada punched back. Yes. <laughs> sort of. And in I know, a very I'm, polite way. And I, I'm, I'm just getting off the "Are you proud to be an American?" thing, but the mm-hmm. Canadian government confirmed uh, just this uh, just yesterday. Well, we're recording this on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, ju- uh, July the second, um, Sunday, that it imposed tariffs on U.S. exports worth 16.6 billion Canadian dollars, or 12 and a half billion. 
What? Who would ever have seen that coming? I don't know. I thought this trade war was going to break so much our way. I'm really surprised that the Canadians are retaliating after years and years and years and years and years of having a well-established consensual relationship mm. with us on a trade level. And meanwhile, they're just up there going, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Hope <laughs> you, know. you don't mind us, you know, not being ab- abused and oppressed by you. Good day, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. So, I mean, things like that. When you start to tick off the Canadians that they have to throw tariffs on us, these are the times where I'm not that proud to be living in the country that I'm living in. Now, I am proud to be an American, Mm -hmm. and it's only Mm -hmm. been the last two years where I have really kind of put that in check. We have done, through the the Bush-Cheney era, eight years of that shit, Mm -hmm. I mean, that was some horrific stuff, but I still felt like, okay, I'm an American, we're still living by certain values. I get the whole cronyism thing. I get all that. I get all this. But, you know, we I felt like we had a, a dog in the fight. But right now with Kennedy stepping down um, and and not having enough of a, of a, of a Democratic presence in, in on the congressional oh, floor. Oh, God, they're embarrassing, the Democrats. Where's your opposition party? Well, there's fascists in the White House. Where are you, Nancy Pelosi? Right. Where are you people shushing Maxine Waters who did not call for violence, who called for people to use their voices and sh- and shushed by Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi? Fuck you. And this is not a time to be going namby-pamby centrist. I agree. Now you've got Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, which I've gotten good at saying now. You really did. Thank man. You. you. nailed that. Thank you. She is, and I'm others buy a bottle of water when we're done. <laughs> but she and others, and and she's a Latina. This is a non-person of color, a non-male, mm-hmm. a socialist, a proud and loud socialist, saying, "Look, we're not attending to the fundamental needs of millions and millions of people, and that has to change." And there's the opportunity for the Democratic Party to take the mantle, just like they should have with Bernie Sanders in 2016, and say the the call now is for populism and progressivism, and going more to the left. And now you're getting all sorts of shush stuff from right. the centrists who have Nancy Pelosi's worth $29 million who doesn't want to have a livable wage for people. Come on. Enough of this. This These are dangerous times. There are fascists. You can't even say creeping fascism anymore. It's fascism here, now. As long as there are children in cages, it's fascism. And if we don't stand up to that in a way that, that is not only politically political and tactical, but also the heart, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says <laughs> <laughs> now you're just showing off <laughs> uh, you know but uh, but as she said this is not a time this is a time for moral clarity mm-hmm. like i'm paraphrasing her but she's 100 percent right how we go about do that doing that is the conversation but this is a moment where we say if we want to talk about patriotism bring this full circle what are we proud of as a country or what can we be proud of as a country and i'm concerned that we've lost our way we've lost the plot we st- dropped the script and we can't Remember what it is we're supposed to be doing. And when millions upon millions of suffering people, and I include Trump supporters, past and present, when the average American is really suffering in a way, in any way, uh, economically and otherwise, uh, and now here we are like talking about you know, defending the rights of billionaires. Like we've lost our minds completely. I know. I know. It, it, it goes on and on and on and on and on. It doesn't ever seem to stop. We're on this train. People don't seem to understand that 
the 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 people who are the biggest Trump supporters are like, you know, you're gonna the welfare system, you know, <laughs> you're gonna you get you know, man, he's just gonna take the government cheese if you just hand him the government cheese. Well, I don't think anybody woke up in the morning and just said, you know what I want to do? I want I want to rely on the government to take care of me. Right. You see, because that's such are, a rich way of living. I know, right? <laughs> you know, the, the I, well. A different story for a different day, but right, uh, right. there was, you know, you go into the project, sometimes you see nicer cars there than you do anywhere else, but... Well, then, uh, I mean, this is the conversation I hear with but, people about smartphones. Like, right. oh, well, a guy, well, guy can't be that poor if he's got a smartphone. These are the things that either are, ob- you know, sort of uh, tools to say I'm actually not as bad off as as I think, as I actually am, mm-hmm. or, you know, status symbols, et cetera, or they're actually operational needs for right. people. I mean, you know, well, so, I mean, I've, I've had this conversation before, and people are like, well, you know, he's got like a $700 phone. No, he doesn't. He not has a really. phone. He has a phone that somebody gave him that still can be used. Or he went out and he, you know, he scraped his money. What, just because you're homeless doesn't mean you get to talk to your mother? Exactly right. But it doesn't even matter because they can spend all the time, they meaning whoever can can denigrate people like mm-hmm. that, and they can say, well, this old welfare state's got to stop. When in fact, corporate welfare is two to three times the size of social welfare. We give away to already billionaires and millionaires and corporations literal billions of dollars that dwarf what we give to, to help. All you programs. have to do is is just simple Google things like like GE tax returns, oh, please. and see what comes out. Exactly right. These, All of the big ones. These people are not. They're not not only not paying taxes. They are getting massive refunds. Exactly that right. you and I are subsidizing. Exactly right. So while people, when we talk about patriotism, we talk about this country, what is this country? I look around and I look at average working people taking a crap on somebody wanting a $15 minimum wage, which is three quarters of what they need to break even. Right. And people are like, oh, we can't have that. You know, just fling them the burgers. We can't have that. Like, why? Isn't all work dignified? And even if you can't work, and there are plenty of people who can't for one reason or another, you know, mental health, et cetera, whatever is the reason, if... and. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said <laughs> recently, uh, like, you know, and she defined it on Colbert, defined socialism. She's saying, like, in the world's richest, uh, most you know, modern country, no, it should, how did she, something to the effect of uh, nobody should be so poor as to not be able to stay alive right. or lead a dignified life. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you want, I, if that was this country, I would be proud to be an American. Right. If we looked at, hey, everybody, who's in the biggest trouble? Let's help them. Then I would feel proud to be in this country. But this is a country that is an analog to predatory capitalism, and it all trickles down. Right. And we happily applaud Kardashians. We happily applaud, uh. you know, all these wealthy people. And I think to myself, and the military, we gladly give to our military trillions we, we don't, of we don't, dollars. We, yeah, but you know what? Let, let me let me correct you on that. We go to building bombs. Mm-hmm. All right. If you really wanted to give money to our military. You'll pardon me for saying so mm-hmm. on on what will be the eve by probably the time you listen to this podcast, the eve of the Fourth of July. Mm. There should not be a homeless veteran. Never ever in a million years. Never. No I mean, way. there shouldn't be homeless anybody. But right. if we are going to on high, mm-hmm. you know, hold those people on high to a different standard, and I believe that we do, we hold them to a higher regard. We have more reverence. Mm-hmm to people who have served this country in some form, and the fact that they have to live on the streets and fight for their meals and, and fight for, for cardboard to sleep on right. while we build another bomb. And these are the same people who are running out and, and saying, well, Trump just speaks his mind. Right. You know, he know what he's talking about. That's when you want to whisper in their ear, hey, guy, all 
lives matter, right? Right? All <laughs> lives matter. Except for these and these and these and these and these you know, and these. Unless and they're these. not convenient to you. Right. So let me just throw out, too, like as, a, as you and I have served on a number of boards together, we both involve ourselves on a civic level, on a community level. I was a, a proud member of an organiza- organization called Home at Last mm-hmm. Incorporated. Know it well, know it well. Um, and there are still many great people and friends that's still on that board. I'm telling you, you don't really get quite what this situation is until you see up close and personal what people with individual names, with individual stories who have mm-hmm. lived through a lot yeah. and what it is, to, what it takes to get them, you know, a, a a trailer home, you know, like just to get them set up in a home and the gratitude and the joy and the, and like, and I'm thinking to myself, why does this have to happen? Just yesterday I saw a video, maybe it was this morning of, um, a healthcare fair. I think it was in one of the Carolinas, somewhere Southeast and people too poor to afford doctors showed up in the hundreds volunteer, volunteer doctors, people getting their teeth worked on, people getting medicines, people getting things looked at, People can't afford. So these same people would have voted for Trump, I have no doubt, 10 to 1. And there they are showing up because they can't afford to take care of their bodies. So yeah, they don't die. that's not, you know, it's look, health care is a human right. Absolutely. All right. That is, uh, I, I will walk lockstep with anybody who, who, who will make the case with me that that is something that should be afforded to anybody who's, who can call themselves an American. Surely. All right. I understand that maybe we have a small immigration problem a certain amount of times, but again, we are talking about less than a percentage of those who cross our borders as being these bad hombres, right? Oh, God. I mean, so there's that. I mean, most of the people that are crossing our borders that we are persecuting right now are the people who are seeking actual refuge. They are being, you know, the, the what is it, the G13, G15, what, what? MS13. MS13. 13 G, G the 13. original version of Windows. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so those guys, um, you know, they, they're escaping this country, seeking refuge from from sure. these, these oppressed people. And and now we're just we're taking these people and basically saying, nah, you'd have been better off staying there. Right. And we're going to rip your child away from you. We're right. going to send your child to New York City. We're going to send right. you to Austin, Texas. Good luck. And four or five months later, they still haven't heard from their kids and they don't know where they are. And they're in New York and they're in Houston. And I, I've had these little debatelets with people who don't know anybody better who say well they're illegal and they shouldn't have put their kids at risk and then you you know i have many i happily supply information for, so i can support my stances on things i've, I've seen your arguments yes yes, yes. <laughs> and, and they're sound right and i back them up with data and the data show and you know and there are endless amounts of available credible resources that say for example this is just anecdotal but it's one story of a guy who got in a fight in a soccer match or football as they say in central america mm-hmm. in guatemala i think it was and he got in a fight with a guy whose cousin was a member of, of this gang, and then they were he was going to kill they were going to kill his whole family because they got in a fight at a soccer match, right. and they had to flee the country. So imagine you're fleeing the country because of a soccer fight, and you've traveled however far with every last dime you have because you didn't have one to begin with. Okay, peso, and then you make your way to the border and you find your way across in one form or another, or don't, or get stopped, and your gen- your family is going to be slaughtered. And this country goes. Yeah, get in the cage. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we'll, flip we'll take here. the kids, you hang out here, and we're deporting you, we're keeping the kids. And like, what? And so for me, I cannot. I cannot feel patriotic about that. We are that. not that country. We are, we are a country built on those people. 
Quite literally. Right. Uh, we, literally, honestly, every single you, I, our family, our heritage came oh, we here. As white people, yeah. As white people came here for a better way of living. Yep. And we created a better way of living. And when that better way of living wasn't there, we created the Constitution. We created the Declaration of Independence. We created these documents that we could live free and, 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 and say, hey, listen, but we're not the only ones that want to be free. We want you to be free. So if you're having right. a hard time, you you come to us. We'll accept your 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 tired, your weak, your hungry, your poor. We'll take you in. Yep. We'll show you a better way. We'll give you. We are the land of opportunity. So when I'm speaking those words and those words are being executed to their fullest fullest fervor, I, I I'm so proud to be a part right. of this country. Right, like at the bottom of the of the Statue of Liberty. What is that? Which now the whole is thing, thing? Br- bring us your huddled yeah. mass. And now you know, with an asterisk that, s- that says some restrictions may apply. Yeah, <laughs> you know, naturally. Like, uh, but why not just uh, get rid of it? Because it's not re- dr- dreams look larger than they appear. That's what's in the mirror. <laughs> That's what's in the mirror when you get to Ellis exactly Island. Right. Dreams are larger but than so, they appear. So here's the thing. Like we can talk in concepts all day long, and mm-hmm. we can talk about the concept of what America an American it really means, mm-hmm. and I, there's there's a lot to unpack there. But we can also talk about the realities of what things are. And let's face it, you can go back 10, 20, 30, 60, 70 years. There are aspects of American culture that have been pretty terrible throughout. We never tro- totally uh, apologized for and or made right our genocide in this country and the way we screwed over every single treaty that we ever signed with every Native American nation that there was. Same thing with slavery. We've never made proper reparations and people are still living, you know, under the, you know, the risk of being killed by police, the risk of discrimination. You're mowing a lawn. Okay, call the cops. The kid's mowing a lawn. You know the story? Oh, yeah. You know, so like. But it's, 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 it's disgusting that that happened, but that's. That's turning out with it turned with, out fine, it, but, well, like, yeah, but it turned out fine, and so these are priceful, priceless moments where I get to say, I am proud to be an American because uh, these people stood up and they said, no, 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 no. Right, I agree with you there, but I would say for every victory, there are ten or more dead black men yeah. as a result. No, nope, no, nope, I don't. So no. I mean, yes, that's good, and let's appreciate where we can. I'm just trying to make the point that like if we really want to want to be a better country. It, there's a couple things that have to be included, and one of them is, I hate to use this word, a certain civility between disagreeing. And I, and I, I say that as somebody who has been screaming for the last couple of weeks, I will not be civil with a fascist. I will not be civil with somebody who advocates child abuse as a proper response to a misdemeanor. I will not be civil with racists. I will not be f- civil with Chuck. I will not be civil with any of these people who come forward to say, yes, I think that patterns and systems of abuse and and destruction of other people is a reasonable political choice. That's not a political choice. That's fascism. It's authoritarianism. And it's the worst thing that humans ever did to one another. And I will be intolerant of it till the day I'm dead. That seems like a good place to leave it right there. Mm -hmm. I think that I I, I agree. Um, I am proud to be. An American person, mm-hmm. um, not always necessarily proud to be an American. I get how you mean that. I actually was contemplating a, a, a GoFundMe. Did I tell you this? I think I may have mentioned this in one of the podcasts. GoFundMe. Hey, loudmouth lefty wants out of your country. Help him get out of here. <laughs> I bet I could raise a hundred grand in a week. Do the old, do the old Southern. Hey, that home of the old Southern trick down south uh-huh. back in the day when somebody who was a, an, an undesirable came into your town. The sheriff showed up with a with about fifty bucks and a bus ticket. Going here you go. Right, this right. get you right. This get you right to the county line, boy. Honestly, I mean, there's a part of me that thinks that you know it's stay here and 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 fight the fight, so to speak. And I'm politically checked in, and I feel like I'm effective in the things that I do. I try to be anyway. 
But there's a part of me that at 56 is looking at American culture, and I have had steady disdain for it for 35 years. Yeah, it's it's easy to get upset at it, but it's also easy to swell with pride when it's all going right. When it, yeah, ooh, I don't know if it's ever all going right, but I get what you mean. There are moments where maybe go, oh, there's a spasm of right. something that feels yeah. right. A spasm, but, you know, a good way to put it. But that's all it really comes down to. Anyway, I could I can go on, but I won't. I know. So. All right, so that, we're we're gonna leave you there. Hey, have a happy and safe Fourth of July. And if you're listening to this on the Fifth uh, of July, then we'll know that you executed that plan to its nth degree. <laughs> 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 right. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Want to thank uh, want to thank Series Natural Remedies yep, yep, for sponsoring yep. the podcast. Uh, who's the other one? It'd be Mocha Joe's. All right. We want to thank you for caffeinating thank the pod. You. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Cheers. More at the earspoon.com.